Hi, I'm Linda Eads from Ford Asset Management, and this is the Global Markets in a Nutshell for September 2023. As autumn descended on the Northern Hemisphere, it brought with it a chill on Wall Street. Global equity and bond markets both sold off sharply, with September being the worst month for the S&P 500 index this year. U.S. stocks have fallen more than 7% since they peaked at the end of July. As with the rally earlier this year, the sell-off was valuation and not earnings-driven, a stark reminder that thematic rallies are vulnerable to rapid reversals. Although both the Bank of England and the U.S. Federal Reserve voted to pause interest rates instead of hiking further, the U.S. bond market did its own hiking. Yields on U.S. government bonds surged across the board with the U.S. 10-year Treasury yield hitting its highest levels since the global financial crisis in 2007. The rise in the 10-year Treasury yield is notable because it's widely regarded as the backbone of all other markets, being the ultimate so-called risk-free asset of which all other assets are priced. Soaring yields mean plunging prices, and if the price of the world's foremost risk-free asset is collapsing, all other asset prices are also at risk. The combination of resilient growth in the U.S. and higher yields has been a boon to the U.S. dollar, which strengthened markedly against most currencies during the month. Another noteworthy move, which threatens the disinflation narrative, is the marked uptick in energy prices. Oil prices moved closer to $100 per barrel towards the end of September, thanks mostly to supply cuts from Saudi Arabia and Russia. In Asia, Chinese authorities continue to roll out piecemeal stimulus measures, with possibly more to come. But the case for a bounce back in China rests in large part on its tech prowess. According to a study by the Australian Strategic Policy Institute earlier this year, China still has a lead over the US in 37 out of 44 tech fields, from AI to robotics. The Ford Global Funds are well positioned to benefit with attractively priced investments in quality Chinese technology and consumer discretionary companies. Looking ahead, we could be at a major inflection point in the global interest rate cycle, with big implications for asset valuations. In 1981, after a multi-year period of rampant inflation, the US 10-year yield reached a peak of 15.8%, with bond prices plumbing all-time lows. This heralded the start of a 40-year bull market in bonds, with the yield eventually bottoming out at an ultra-low level of 0.5% in 2020. As a result, investors today are record-long bonds and hardwired to buy them whenever yields tick up, as they did in September, with the yield ending the month around 4.6%. The problem today is that the global risk-free asset no longer seems quite as risk-free. US government debt has ballooned, and high borrowing requirements suggest that a glut of supply is coming to the bond market. With U.S. investors already full up on bonds and countries such as China starting to substitute gold for U.S. treasuries, we could be in the throes of a prolonged structural shift in the direction of interest rates. If so, investors need to radically rethink their assumptions about how asset prices might behave in future. Valuations across asset classes will have to price in a far higher discount rate for all future cash flows. With interest rates falling for 40 years, asset prices exploded upward. But rates have now gone from being a massive tailwind to a potential headwind for both stocks and bonds going forwards. Unless central banks U-turn, investors will need to position for a new set of economic and financial norms. Ford's view that rates would need to rise rapidly and remain higher for longer has worked well to protect investors against the losses we've seen in interest rate-sensitive asset classes, and we remain cautious about filling our boots just yet.
The global outlook remains fragile, with risks still tilted to the downside. The ultimate impact to the economy and financial system from the rapid changes in monetary policy is difficult to gauge and could continue to expose vulnerabilities, particularly where valuations are still stretched. Pressures in global energy markets may resurface, leading to further price spikes and resurgent inflation. Monetary policy will need to remain restrictive until there are clear signs that underlying inflationary pressures have been sustainably contained. Policy rates are likely to remain high well into 2024, and this should be factored into investment decision-making. We continue to be cautious on the US, which looks expensive. Nevertheless, the global investment opportunity set is broader than it was some years back. Bond yields once again promise positive expected returns after inflation. Inflation-protected bonds are offering the highest real yields since 2007. And with nominal cash rates where they are, cash is no longer trash. And we continue to keep some powder dry across our funds to buy when opportunities arise. While risks remain in the macroeconomic landscape, the prospective returns to a sensibly allocated multi-asset portfolio remain attractive if your investment horizon is measured in years rather than in weeks or months. We are very comfortable that Ford's portfolios are balanced, well-diversified, and positioned to deliver meaningful, inflation-beating returns over time. This podcast is for information purposes only and should not be construed as investment advice. The economic views presented are drawn from facts current on the date of publication. This podcast has not been reviewed by any regulatory authority, including the Monetary Authority of Singapore or the Financial Sector Conduct Authority. Ford Asset Management Companies are a licensed FSP in South Africa and a licensed fund management company in Singapore. For more information, visit Ford.com.